Everybody do the seat dance before we start. Seat dance. Seat dance, seat dance. Or if you're standing up, that's even better. Dance where you're standing up. Ladies and gentlemen, TGIF, we are back again. It is that time. Friday night, live stream. Your boy, Patient Zero. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the hottest podcast across the land. The hottest podcast across the globe. And definitely the hottest podcast on YouTube, baby, point blank, period. You already know. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. If you don't know, just Google us. And if you don't know, stay tuned right now because you are about to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is, this is Mixture of Variety Entertainment. I go by the name of Patient Zero. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody had a nice week. Happy Friday once again to you. Um, We have a show for you tonight that is going to be mind-boggling. And it's truly going to blow your mind. I say that a lot with uh, a lot of the shows that we do, that it's going to blow your mind. But this one, ladies and gentlemen, I'm actually very happy about because we, Nikki P and I, big shouts to Nikki P, by the way. She's not going to be on the show tonight, but she is going to be next week. So make sure... To watch next week's show, Nikki P will be back. We're going to be playing an interesting, well, I don't want to give away too much, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be playing this game, and uh, let's just say it's similar to something else that we did, another game that we played, you know, um, in real time. Uh, I don't want to give any more away. But anyway, stay tuned for next week's show. Nikki P will be back. But now let's bring it back to this week's show. This week's show, I'm very happy about because it is something that we've never done before. And we have a special guest that has been on here before. Um, and his name is Jungle Justin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Jungle Justin is going to be joining us again. I think this is his fourth appearance now. You know, we're going to have to start making him a part of the show. You know what I mean? Give him a little cut or something. You know, be another co-host of the show. Um Big shouts to him. You're going to see him in a minute. He's going to pop on here, and we're going to be talking about crypto, but not cryptocurrency, ladies and gentlemen, although that is another show that we did not talk about and we did not do on this podcast yet, and mainly that's because I'm still learning about it. Um, Like, I have some money invested in crypto, but I don't know nearly as much as I should know, and I don't know enough to do a whole podcast about it. So let's just leave it at that. But what we are going to talk about ladies and gentlemen, is cryptozoology. Now, I hope I'm saying that right. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. If it's either cryptozoology or cryptozoology, cryptozoology, I think it's spelled that way. Um, But our friend Jungle Justin will definitely let us know how to say it. But basically what it is, is like all those, you know, those animals, creatures, monsters, whatever you want to say that, you know, possibly existed on this planet at one time and possibly did not and people say that they have seen them and they have videos of them and they have footage of these creatures and yes i'm talking about like yeti bigfoot and a bunch of others that we're going to get into um we're actually going to be watching a video and we're going to be talking about it and breaking it down but mainly i'm going to let justin break it down because he knows a lot more about this stuff than I do, and he has a lot to say on the topic, and I say, why not let him talk about it, you know? Why not, I say. 
Um, he's hyped about it. I'm hyped about the show. So please stay tuned. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening for the first time, this is Make Sure of Variety, Make Sure of Variety Podcast, Make Sure of Variety Entertainment. That's what this stands for, M-O-V-E, Move. We steady moving forward and never backwards in 2022 and beyond, and that's just what we do on this podcast. Our podcast is moving forward. We, as human beings, as spiritual beings, we are moving forward, and that's just all we can do. You can never look back. You can never pay attention to, you know, the past. It's building us. We are growing together, and we are growing as a podcast as well, me and Nikki P. And speaking of that, please, now that you're watching us live, and thank you for watching us live. If you're not watching us live, you can always catch the show on our channel. You can go to youtube.com slash letter C slash mixture of variety podcast. Obviously, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you already know that because you're there. But that's our actual channel. You can catch all of our other episodes. We have uh, 20 episodes on season one, 20 episodes on season two. And this is season three, episode 13. So we're more than halfway done with that. You can go check us out there. Or you can just go to youtube.com and search mixture of variety podcast. But what I was going to say is just please, if you go to, to our, our channel, Please don't forget. I know it says it right there. It's scrolling across the screen very slowly. Please don't forget to subscribe, comment, and share. Okay? Subscribe, like, comment, and share. All the things. All the things that you're supposed to do on YouTube. Please do that. Because speaking of moving forward and moving ahead, we are so close. So close, ladies and gentlemen, to that 1,000 mark uh, for subscribers. So please, let's hit that number after the show. How about that? By the time the end of the weekend is up, is up, I want to hit that number. And we'll have a big celebration party. 1,000 subscribers. Give away free scratch-offs, free puppies, and free orgasms for all. Okay? So, what is Mixture of Variety? Well, if you got to us, you know, you're about to find out. But it's uh, we, this is not the only thing that we talk about. We don't only talk, just talk about cryptozoology and whatnot. We have a huge variety of topics that we touch on. Mixture of variety. It's a mixture of ideas and a variety of topics. We put the odd in podcast, come get lost in the mix. And this truly is the future of podcasts. We stay moving forward. Okay. This is the future of podcasts. So you better hop on the train now. Otherwise, you're going to get left in the dust. I'm telling you that right now. We can talk about anything from mental health and addictions, having sex with gay midget aliens. Of course, every time I point to it, the head is not litten up like it should be lit up like it should be there it is there's the mini gay alien head yeah so everything in between i mean we're talking about relationships we're talking about sex we're talking about conspiracy theories we talk about aliens we talk about so many things i mean it doesn't matter like we, we don't have there's there's no boundaries so we can talk about anything and everything we truly do talk about anything and everything now on youtube you know because we already got a strike we have to be very careful of what we say and we have to talk in code words and we have to talk like we're fucking in in preschool sometimes you know and uh that's just the world that we live in on on uh on youtube but it is what it is we'll keep it more educational on youtube we'll keep it more entertaining and we'll keep it more light and fun um and then we have an audio show that if you really want to get into the nitty gritty, then you can really hear me, Patient Zero, go off. Because on the audio show, that's on Spotify, and it's live on CastBox Monday and Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's Monday and Wednesday nights. It's live on CastBox.fm. It's an app where you can go to CastBox.fm, and you can check us out live. The audio show is, is like where I can go crazy. You know, everybody can put on their tinfoil hats, and we can really have a good time. And... Uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, it's, it's good to have that balance. 
it's good to have that balance but we really truly do talk about it all um we do have a disclaimer that we got to say you know the disclaimer is if you get hypersensitive or get butthurt easy this podcast is definitely not for you bro sick and twisted dark humor vulgar uncensored language and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things and fun that you'll hear on Mix Show Variety, which also means listener, viewer, discretion is definitely, definitely advised. What? Oh, there she is. I was wondering where she is. Huh? Granny. What did you say? What up, Granny? I can't hear you. There she is. Where's my glasses? Well, Granny is actually. What did you say? Granny, we're introducing you right now. Simmer down. You're at a 10. You need to take it down to like a two. What? Okay. Well, anyway, that's Granny. We love her to death. She's actually the third co-host of the show, and she actually has her own Instagram account. If you're interested, you can follow her on Instagram, at Granny Dildo. That's at Granny Dildo, and that is a real name that she made all by herself. She's 101 years old. We love her to death. First, she started coming here with her aide all the time. We were just like, oh, cool. She's here all the time, even when we don't have shows. But then we realized that, you know, she was more involved, if you will. And we also found out that she has Alzheimer's and dementia. So every show is a new one to her anyway. Um, <laughs> even when it's recorded, she goes back and watches it. It's all new to her. So she could just watch the same show over and over and be happy with that. We roped her off in a little VIP section, which is also Alzheimer's and dementia section. And basically, we just said, you chill there. And uh, we love your death. And thanks for watching. You have your own section. Well, little did we know, ladies and gentlemen, that she's actually gang tatted from head to toe. She actually does all the drugs you can imagine in the parking lot and then comes back in and enjoys the show like nothing ever happens. It took us a while to even catch on to what she was doing. She gets arrested all the time. She smuggles drugs into a nursing home where she actually lives, and we have to bail her out all the time now that she's the co-host of the show. And the icing on the cake, ladies and gentlemen, is that she brings a three-foot dildo to the show every day. And I'm not even to every show. And I'm not even talking about just the sex show because we do have a sex show every Wednesday. Me and Nikki P on CastBox, on Spotify, on everywhere. That's a lot of fun. Make sure you join that. Uh, for the most part, if Nikki P can join me on Wednesday nights, it's a blast. But she doesn't only bring it on that show. Three foot dildo. I didn't even know these things existed. So I went online later and bought one for myself. But then, so I realized, goddamn, this lady's crazy. So I knew that we needed to make her a fan of the show. I mean, she was already a fan of the show. We had to make her a co-host of the show. And I looked at Nikki P. She looked at me. We laughed for about ten and a half seconds, and then we knew for sure, for sure. That we had to make her a co-host of the show. So that, ladies and gentlemen, Hooray! is Granny, and we absolutely love Granny because well, back, well, back in my day, yeah, I know she she doesn't really know really what's going on most of the time. But like I said, she's in her corner and she's happy with that. During our shows that were not on YouTube, um, or if Nikki P joins me, we'll do something called Mini Holidays, which is kind of a lot of fun too because there's always things that are celebrated every single day, and we like to say whatever they are and mention them and talk about them and see if we actually celebrated them or if we had time to celebrate them. Um, and it's fun. You know, it's just fun. It's just a, an extra segment of the show before we get into the big enchilada, the meat and potatoes, whatever it is at the end of the show. But when we have a guest on for the most part, we won't do that or, you know, to waste any time. Um, I mean, it, it utilizes time for our second segment and depending on what we're talking about. But if you have a, a special guest like we do today, who's going to be joining us in a second, then we don't do that, ladies and gentlemen, because we just get right into it. Before we get into that 
and our special guest is going to be here in a second. I'm going to ask my special guest what he thinks about the current world and how it is and what's going on, because we have had conversations before as far as what really is going on in the world. And I actually, I want to find out his take on what he's really thinking about what's going on in the world these days, because a lot has changed, even just from his last appearance on the show, a lot has changed. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest is back in the building. Like I said before, this is his fourth, I believe. I, I, I really lost count, actually, at this point. I believe it's fourth appearance. And ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Our friend from Canada. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Justin Jungle is back in the building. What's going on? I called you Jungle Justin. <laughs> it's all good. What it's up? all good. What up, bro? Not what's much, going man. On, man. Just hanging yo, so, out here in Alberta. All right. That's what's up. Welcome to the show. Yes, our friend from Canada is back. Um, is this your fourth appearance or fifth? I lost count. Fourth. Fourth? I fourth. think. Yeah, fourth. Okay. That's what's up. Well, I was saying earlier in the show that we might have to just make you a co-host and just call it a day. You know? I'm down. I'll be We're the just... wildlife expert, nature, <laughs> yeah. nature yeah, yeah. wildlife expert. Yeah, exactly. So for people that don't know, you know, if they haven't been tuning into the show and have seen one of your appearances, please break it down. You know, who you are, what you do. And so on. I'm uh, everybody's favorite wild man. Um, live here in Alberta, Canada. Um, I've worked for zoos all over the country. Um, as well as been working with exotics professionally for over 10 years now and had pets and things like that all my life. Always been fascinated with wildlife. Um, and I do wildlife presentation all over Canada as well as uh, some TV and media stuff. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds like a, a fun life. Man. It's you been know? pretty exciting. Yeah, definitely exciting. I mean, I can only imagine, but yes, it, it seems very exciting. <laughs> I got some cool scars too, but we'll get yeah, into yeah. that another day. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, we'll definitely let you, um, you know, promote everything at the end of the show, like yeah, we man. usually do. But um, yeah. So before we get into what we're talking about today, actually, you got to tell me even, you know, how you even pronounce it because I've been calling it. When I'm telling people and talking about the show this week, I've been calling it cryptozoology, or is it cryptozoology? It's zoology. Zoology, it is zoology. Yeah. Okay. So zoology is the study of animals, basically. It's um, most people who work at zoos or things like that, they've done some sort of zoology um, course in university or uh, college. Um, cryptozoology is kind of a pseudoscience more than anything. Um, yes. It's the study of animals with very little proof, basically, um, to dumb it down a bit. And uh, so Bigfoot falls under that category. Um, everyone's heard of the Chupacabra. Um, all kinds of cool, creepy animals all the way to dragons. Some people believe dragons were a real animal on the earth at some point. Um, so, I mean, there's a little bit of science behind it. Some of it is um, out there as well. I'm sure there's yeah. an extreme on both sides, right? I'm a yeah. zoologist, like I study animals, but cryptozoology has always kind of been a side interest of mine, you know, Bigfoot growing up, watching that yeah. movie, I think it was uh, Harry and the Hendersons, if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Seen that movie, and from that point on, <laughs> Bigfoot's always kind of been a, a little passion 
I guess. Yeah, all right, sweet. Well, we're actually getting into the ones that you mentioned, and we're going to get into some that are not as familiar. Um, even, you know, to myself, there's going to be a, a surprise and, you know, to me as well. But um, I am very excited to get into the list. And I also – I have a feeling – I have a strong feeling that there's going to be a part two to this podcast because when I was trying to do some research – this week, I found everything from UFOs yep. to to like occultist occultist uh, shit. Yep. You know what I mean? And like and everything in between. I was just like, "Yo, what is this?" I'm just trying to you know find out information about Yetis and Bigfoots and stuff and stuff like that. And I'm just like, "Damn, what is going on?" What, <laughs> that's that definitely it covers. It seems like it covers. Uh, you know, it's painted with a huge, broad brush for sure. That's uh, that's what I mean by each extreme, right? You can get yeah a very logical yeah. explanation, or you can get like uh, Bigfoot's an alien who visits, and that's why you only see him. Or there's all yeah. kinds of stories and different beliefs, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I always like to go because I'm the wildlife guy. I like to. Um, I've seen wildlife in action. I've seen uh, many different animals working at the zoos and things like that so i can kind of guess the behavior of most animals that we know which kind of gives you a a sight of what something maybe we don't know right yeah yeah right um so i always try to approach it from like an animal point of view um mm -hmm. my first thing when i hear about a creature is can it survive in that environment could an animal oh, like okay. that survive you know what i mean and then if they can't yeah. survive it doesn't really make much sense for to go much further. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you get into some of the uh, there's a lot of uh, native curses and things like that, where the, the stories of all these creepy, creepy crawlies at night um, are like these giant curses. And that could just be a lot of paranoia or maybe there's some truth to it. Yeah. It gets spiritual as well as scientific, I guess. Right. Wow, I mean, see, and that's what I'm saying. Like, this is really going to be like the introduction. Yeah, you know, because the introduction to our audience, it's the introduction to myself, and we're going to get into it. And then, you know, I, I have a feeling that it's, it's definitely going to be part two because this could definitely go to. Uh, we can take it to a whole bunch of different levels. What What do you think before we even get started with that? Like, I know the last time we're not going to, you know, um, waste too much time on this, but I know the last time that I talked to you, like, there was a lot of shit and chaos and wildness going on in the world. Um, the main thing I wanted to ask you about, even I'm, I don't even like my head is I can't take um, you know, talking about the war anymore or talking about the pandemic, yeah. you know, the pandemic or shit like that. Like, I just I can't anymore. Um, we actually got our first strike on our channel because sometimes I'll just, you know, be talking and I don't even realize what I'm saying. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I, I can't believe it, though, that, you know, I was almost thinking that you got a strike from our last conversation because we. Didn't really talk wildlife. We talked more a lot of yes. everything else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We and had then like I a noticed you, like you were kind of suppressed there for a second, and then. Yep. Yeah, we got shadow banned, and we got um, and then we got a X, but you know, it is what it is. I think it was eventually it was going to happen anyway, but we just we kind of saved the uh, tinfoil hat, or I don't even want to say tinfoil hat. I want to say just like real shit, like the truth. We actually talk about on the audio show. And then yeah. we try to, you know, either talk in code or just not talk about it on, on YouTube. But no, no. with all that being it said, is it, is. It, it does. It sucks. Um, but with all that being said, I do want to get your opinion on Elon Musk buying Twitter. Um, 
I'm kind of on the fence about if it's a good thing or a bad thing, right? Okay. It could be a very good thing um, as far as like freedom of speech goes and uh, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, this is the same guy who's been talking about putting chips in people's brains for the last couple Count of years, it. right? Exactly what I was going to say, yes. So, I mean, a lot of what he does does seem fairly genuine. Yeah. Um, he genuinely seems like he wants to help humanity. Um, however, not everything is always as it seems, right? So we'll only really be able to see what happens from here i seen a tweet he said he was going to put the cocaine back in coca-cola and buy them <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know because now you know he's just he can say, say whatever he wants he just knows that everybody's after him and he knows that the left um the left just are absolutely losing their minds and yeah you know um just going crazy with it so i feel like he could just you know say and do whatever he wants now just to piss people some more people off but yeah, I agree with you because I just keep thinking about the chips. I know that he was the main one that was, you know, putting funding and manufacturing them and wanting to do it. You know, I've been hearing about it since 20, what, like 2020. Well, and see his, his is different than like the chip that they got in Sweden or um, like the identification chips. He wants to give your brain access to the internet, to the ethernet basically. Uh, but right. <clears throat> um how, yeah, do you, how do you have something that's that powerful and not be worried about someone exploiting it eventually? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. If everybody's brain is hardwired to the same connection, then that's quite a, a big amount of power, right? Yeah. So I'm not that big on putting chips and things like that into my body. Yeah, no, not at all. Any chip. I don't care what it I'm is. I'm the na nature guy. I like everything natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I know people are talking about living forever if you upload your consciousness into, a, you know, the internet. Yeah. Like, what? What are you talking about? I'm not about that life at all. So, that, so that's where I kind of just, you know, I, I don't know if I'm on the fence because I am happy. I'm definitely very happy about the freedom of speech aspect of it. I yeah. just, I want, you know, to me, like, I'm so extreme when it comes to that. Is It's like, I want everybody for anybody to say anything yeah anything i'm one of those people that <laughs> actually that's the way we get answers yeah you know what I mean? sometimes it it's like the one person that you wouldn't expect or somebody who's completely ignorant to the subject yeah who comes up with the best idea because they're not biased on one side of the fence or the other they don't know right. anything about it and they're just like why don't we do this and sometimes right. that could be the best answer right yep um exactly. when people get too passionate about things they tend to uh take it to the extreme yeah right yeah definitely and, and life's all about balance yeah and i mean you think about like these teenagers and stuff like that that go on all these social media platforms and all of their point of view their perspective and their thoughts even are all put on one side yeah you know what i mean are all yeah, yeah. like forced to think like this yeah and, and well, you don't and have a, yeah you can't like think outside of the box anymore you don't have a you don't have thoughts over yourself you know for yourself and that's anymore. perfect for like a cryptozoology episode because that's exactly what happens there is people either 
strongly believe it or they strongly yes. disbelieve it. And I mean, I've had conversations with people who try to explain it from their point of view. And it's like, maybe to me, their idea makes less sense or it's more um, not possible. So everybody's got their own, yeah, their own opinion, right? And some yeah. people are super extremely, that doesn't exist. This is a stupid waste of time. Or yeah. some people are super, they believe they live in the woods looking for these things. Or, right. Absolutely. Um, right. So, I mean, yeah. And it's been going on for hundreds of years. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, perfect segue because I think we should get right into it. I'm going to basically give you the reins because. All right. Um, a lot of this stuff, like I said, like I don't want to be talking and you know acting like I know what I'm talking about when I really don't. I'm going to be watching this with you and with with the viewers. And yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we are going to play this, and uh, it is muted. You yeah. know, so um, and and we could just we could talk over it, but um, yeah, let's just get right into it. Sounds good. Let's see if I bring this up right here. Boom. All right. <clears throat> All right, let's see what we got. So obviously they're starting off strong, you know? Yeah, so this is a compilation of like uh, 28 most authentic Bigfoot videos yes, there um, you go. that I found. And uh, it's literally the best compilation I could find of Bigfoot. Now, Bigfoot is, there's many different theories on them from different people all over the world, but there's a lot of different creatures other than Bigfoot that people believe in, but Bigfoot is gotta be one of the most popular. Everybody knows Bigfoot, right? They know the Bigfoot of the Yeti. Exactly. Um, Bigfoot is also probably the most amount of evidence um, in its favor, I guess, out of a lot of the creatures that we talk about in cryptozoology and things like that. Um, because, I mean, like, there's some, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Mothman. Yes. yes uh, the Mothman of Point Pleasant. He uh, is apparently a giant six-foot uh, moth humanoid-type creature that can fly with bright crimson red eyes. Um, people believe it could be, like, an omen or a spiritual demon of some sort because apparently the area was cursed by a native chief um wow but Just where those extremes come into play again like if you search right? stuff on on google or wherever and so he could be that but it could also be um a species of owl that is found mm. in that area it's called the barred owl um and i mean if you look at pictures on the internet of the mothman and then look at pictures of a barred owl um it kind of explains itself um my theory on that is it's a lot of um misinformation and then a lot of paranoia after the fact kind of thing. oh okay because the entire town shut down uh back oh, in the wow. 60s 70s when they thought it was at its height um, a, a bridge had collapsed and someone had said they saw the mothman hanging from the bridge before it collapsed so then everybody got paranoid the entire town felt in fear like this creature could wow. do something right and unfortunately i think it's just someone misidentified a barred owl when their eyes shine from light it's called eye shine 
as simple as it is. Um, their eyes shine crimson, crimson red. So oh, I mean, okay. um, and they're massive and too, probably. Massive eyes. It looks like it has no real head because it goes down like this, and uh, it just. If you look at the pictures side to side, you you can pretty much tell that's a barred owl. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's some of them are just misidentifications, and I always yeah. try. That's what I mean by I try to use the animal, um, the animal logic to try and describe what we're seeing. Um, I mean, there's like the the Loch Ness monster. Everybody's heard of the Loch Ness monster. Yep, sure. Um, a couple famous uh, photos. Yeah, a couple famous photos that uh, everything's always blurry. It's always out of focus. Yeah. Um, and I mean, at the same time, being a wildlife guy, I can understand. I can't even get a video of like a fox or a real animal when my phone's in my pocket. I'm walking along and then all of a sudden you see it and you try to get your phone out to get a picture of it or whatever. And it's gone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that happens with real wildlife as well, where you're rushing, you're panicking, trying to get a video of this thing that you've never seen before or whatever, as well as I've seen um, things that I misidentified. I even got excited once. I thought I could have swore, dude, I 100% saw a pterodactyl flying in the sky. Oh, yeah. 16, 17 years old in my bedroom looking out the window and i see like the sun was shining towards me so all you could see was a silhouette of this giant bird huge wingspan and it had this tail with a pointed like uh, a bulb at the end which man that's a pterodactyl right i just described <laughs> yeah. a pterodactyl Shit. um so i freaked out i started my heart started pounding i'm like oh my god i've never seen anything like this before mind you i'm a 16 year old kid who hasn't seen much and uh, I go running outside and I run down the road to see if I can see it again. It was a blue heron. Oh, okay. Um, so they fly with their legs out and they've got their feet at the end that kind of looks like a pterodactyl oh, tail. Absolutely. As they're the sky, and, their, right? and their wingspan is ridiculous. And if I hadn't have followed it, I would have swore that, and I'm yeah. a fairly logical dude, I like to try and figure it out. Yeah. Um, I would have swore that was a pterodactyl. Like I was a hundred percent. Oh certain. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, right. I can see how the misidentification thing can happen a lot. Yeah, right? yeah. Especially if you're not familiar with those types of animals. So in this video, there's a bunch of, uh, Bigfoot sightings and Bigfoot. There's over 1800 Bigfoot sightings a year. I think something like that. Wow. Um, they claim he's a giant ape. Yep. like a gorilla or an orangutan, which isn't far-fetched at all. Um, however, yeah, they right. are bipedal, right? So they walk on two feet. Um, they don't walk on their knuckles like a gorilla or an orangutan would. Um, and there is a lot of science behind it. I mean, if uh, we can start the video here. And we'll... Yeah, yeah, let's start right here. Is that the same let's thing as a, uh, Sasquatch? Sasquatch? Yeah, so Sasquatch, Yeti. Um, uh -huh. There's many, many names for them. And this one here is the most famous footage of it all. Yes. Um, it's the Gimlin film. I've seen uh, the photo, the still photo, several, several times for years. So this one, the biggest thing that gives it any kind of credibility is the way it's gait. The way it walks um, is a little inhuman. And right there where she turns, and I said she because she actually has breasts. 
Oh, okay. Um, you can see on her chest there when she turns and looks at the camera um, um, that she is a female. And I mean, back in the 60s, 70s, when Bigfoot was not all that talked about, it wasn't at its height. Um, this video is what made it its height, right? This was like the famous video heard around the world. Um, right. Why would they want to fake a pair of breasts? Why would you even think of that to add I mean, breasts that's to true. It, right? That is um, very true. Mind you, he was a movie producer. Uh -huh. So he did have access to some great costumes. Right. Now, that's this true. one here, if you pause it real quick. Yeah. This one here, I think. Let's see if I can... Yeah, my 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 guess on this video is it's a black bear walking on two feet. Oh, okay. Um, you never get a good look at the head, and yeah, uh, no, a black no. bear can actually stand straight up, just like a human. Now, see, this is why this still here is why they think it's like a gorilla shape. Uh -huh. um, but if you look, there's a certain point where it turns its head and you can kind of see an ear, I think. Oh, okay. um, and I mean, I believe, like I said, it's 1800 sightings a year of Bigfoot. Yeah. I would say a good portion of those are probably bears walking on their hind legs. Sure. Um, you've seen it in the movies before where they stand up and they roar and they do all that stuff. But uh, like they can stand straight up. Like yeah. a human, um, a very human figure. Wow. That and that one, weird. right? Now, the biggest thing that they always claim is Bigfoot has a cone-shaped head, kind of like a gorilla. Yes. Um, so that's always a big point that they try to use to prove it's not a bear. Bears, now, they have those ears, kind of like Mickey Mouse, right? Yes, right. Can't some of these um all right? See, I don't know about that one. That one that one looks mad fake to me, but now that one looks like a human in a cage, right? Yeah. Some um, of these that some of these can't you like um digitally enhance to you know like 4K quality or something like that just to get a better just so it's not so sketchy and shit. And that's how there's like um national Bigfoot associations, and there's people who take it very, very seriously. Oh um, people donate money to them to fund it. And, uh, yeah, this was totally a guy in a suit. Look at him back there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, uh... I think I dated that thing once. So... <laughs> so that guy was totally a guy in a suit. The thing is, is, like, a human has a certain gait, right? Yeah. Um, and he's trying to hunch there to try and look more <laughs> Right. So it's yeah, like... Definitely. That's Definitely trying a little too hard, you know? Yeah, he was really a guy in a gorilla suit. Yeah. All right, so and sometimes that'll get you the views, man. So this one, you can That's skip true. past this one because this one's just audio of like uh, okay. hooting and hollering. There's lots of, you can look it up online as well. And it's um, a lot of um, ape-like sounds coming from the forest. Oh, okay. However, I mean... It could be an ape-like creature. Um, some of the sounds are pretty easy to make as a human as well. Yeah. But there is certain videos and certain audio of uh, Bigfoots that 
people have studied and analyzed and cannot they say that humans cannot hit that vocal range oh okay so that's yeah. pretty interesting then yeah and then this one here it's a there's a helicopter flying oh, overhead there he goes across the back yeah so there was a helicopter flying overhead and they thought it was because they were out there shooting the guns they didn't notice any of that until after when they looked at the video oh wow yeah and that one how do you miss that how do you not see that there was nothing they didn't see the guy running through the woods right next to them yeah yeah that was crazy though now this one here is one of the most compelling because if it's a fake it is super super elaborate yeah they thought this through this one is a big foot and it's baby if you look she's holding a baby right there oh shit okay you see the second oh yeah 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 if you if you can go back a little bit there to where she picks him up you can see the baby actually move its arm and wrap its arm around her yeah so it's not like it's a a a beanbag or something like that like i saw it it. is legitimately moving yeah um so they would have had to have dressed up a human and a kid wow some very elaborate suits right yeah, that looks really You can chill. see her muscles moving as well when she's walking. That's one of the biggest things that the Bigfoot experts will use as an argument um, is they will say the muscle. You can see the muscles moving. Oh, okay. Um, like watch the baby there. Wow. See how the baby moved, right? Yep. 110% all on its own. It looked at the camera as well. Yeah, it totally did. And then she kind of takes like a peek to see if it's hostile or not, if I have time to run across. And then she tries to jet into the forest there. So that, that was one that, there. Where was that at Russia? Where was that? Um, I think that was British Columbia. Oh, okay. Um, wow. There's a lot of British Columbia sightings. And I mean, I've been to British Columbia and uh, it's thick, thick bush, man. If there is a Bigfoot, that would probably be one place it could be. 110 percent. the bush is so thick you wouldn't see a grizzly bear this far in front of you sometimes right right um it's uh that one with the baby so this one there's a security camera on christmas eve or something like that okay and it uh catches something walking in the back there oh yeah see it yeah walking on two feet was that and that's uh he claims it's a bigfoot wow now this was in saskatchewan canada and they they were walking along and they saw something in the ditch walking along the side of the hill there trying to um, move away from them wow and see that one's hard to explain because there's no ears oh a bear has, like I said, pretty predominant ears on each yeah, side yeah. of its head. Um, this one, I would think that you would be able to see the ears because it's from the straight back. I mean, it looked like a gorilla to me, but I don't know. Like in in that habitat in the middle of nowhere, it looked like. It's Saskatchewan's flat, too. There's no trees. Yeah, it's all right. really long grass. Right. Um, now, if you pause it real quick, that's actually yeah. kind of a good point. So North America has a lot of grassland. Um, in Africa, where the gorillas' habitat is, they have a lot of um, a lot of jungle, a lot of trees, 
Um, there isn't so much of a reason you can get up higher to get a better vantage point, things like that. Where in a grassland setting, they say that that's part of the reason why humans started walking on two feet was because we started to span out into different habitats and grasslands were unsafe. So we would stand up to look over the grass. Now, if there was a giant ape species here in North America, it kind of makes sense that they would go from being on all fours to standing up straight because you have to go from forest to forest through grassland. Oh, okay. It's very common for grassland to be in those areas. Um, so, I mean, that's another argument that they use as to why it's not yeah. just an ape running around on all fours, why it's like yeah. human-like. Right, right. Um, uh, so weird. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Now... This one here wow. could very well be. It looks like a gorilla, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely one of the ones that needs to be digitally enhanced because you can you can see a lot more detail. And you would think that they would have. Um, it the problem is is nobody takes it seriously, right? Uh huh. And then the other thing is is like there's a whole conspiracy theory as to. Um, the government and all those kinds of people, um, as well as logging companies, big corporations, they wouldn't want a giant ape to be living in the boreal forest. Um, yeah, sure. I because they would have to declare a lot of it. These animals would need a huge range of uh, habitat to be able to survive. And if there's an endangered species living in the boreal forest, that spread out throughout the entire forest that would be a lot of land lost to those kinds of companies right oh, okay yeah um so they could be just kind of suppressing the information as right. well as it's like the ufo thing they told people right. see that one there was kind of hard to explain as well it's that, uh that, that was kind of gorilla-ish wait is it oh wait no no it doesn't look like it now I don't know. Yo, taking it serious or not, if I had this on video, I would bring it to and show it to everybody. Right? Show it to everybody you know. Everybody. Look at that. This is a long footage, too. That's a lot of footage of just... And the thing is, is the experts who ride their entire lives on it, Yeah. what do they have to gain, truthfully? Right. That's a good point. Especially now when there's so many videos out there. It's like somebody just looks at it and says, okay, it is what it is, and just moves on with their so, life. It's not even a big deal. Pause that one quick. Sure. It's going to play it again. Okay. He goes through the forest there. Now, right here, if you look at the Lots top of, of the back of his head, there's a little lump there on the top of the back of his head. This one, I think, is a black bear standing up. Oh, okay. Um, and it just goes to show how human-like they can look when they're standing up straight. That's why I think majority of the bar, uh, Bigfoot sightings that are reported are people just misidentifying bears. Because if you've never yeah, seen they, them walk like a human, it's like it'll yeah. throw you off. Yeah, absolutely. 110%. I, I have actually um, seen a bear. I guess it was okay. a black bear. Uh, I guess it was a black bear that was on um, just standing on two feet and you know it definitely had to be over eight feet tall 
Yeah, and that's it's about the same about the same height range as they say Bigfoots are as well, right? They say set six to eight feet um, for Bigfoot's height, and then eight hundred to plus pounds. Right. So it's one thing to first of all never see that. Obviously, I knew it was a bear, but to never see that and to you know come across it just hiking or something like that, yeah, of course you're not going to know what the hell it is. Oh yeah, and then if you're not. brave with animals or you don't know how to react your panic sets in everything else it's like i said with the mothman it was a probably an owl it's a big owl with like a good three or four or five six foot wooden uh, wingspan but it's um when it's flying behind you with bright red eyes in the dark and it's flying silently all of a sudden it becomes a six seven foot man moth (laughs) <laughs> yeah that would right? scare the shit out of me it would scare the shit out of you yeah no i had a, a great horned owl fly above me in a forest when i was younger and it man it scared the ever-living shit out of me you don't even know it's coming until it flies off and then when it flies off it's so silent you don't know where it's coming from oh damn yeah so owls they have special feathers that help um the wind drag so that it doesn't make any noise when it's flapping oh okay it's pretty cool they're silent as can be. That is cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Now, this one here is another Bigfoot um, encounter where he recorded it from a while back. They had to stabilize it because of how shaky he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. But this one's probably another black bear. Yeah. Um, just because it's kind of far see, away. It stands up and then it kind of goes back down as it goes into the forest. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, this one, I believe, is Alaska. Quality is good on this camera. <laughs> and this one here, I believe it's like a whitish, beige, brownie colored Bigfoot. Which, I mean, if these guys are faking this kind of stuff, they're really thinking scientifically yeah, about yeah. faking it. Because in Alaska, there's snow majority of the time, right? There's a lot of snow all the time. So a Bigfoot that was light colored to match the habitat would be much more than like a black one that they would find down here kind of thing. Oh, right. So, I mean, if they're hoaxing this, then they're really putting a lot of thought biologically into the costume. Right. Which Um, they may be, they may be, but they could be, I mean, if that, that that one looked like that one looked like it was zoomed in, um, you know, a lot, but I'm saying like, if you were close enough to take these, wouldn't, a, like a bear or a gorilla charge at you or would there be like a certain distance where you'd have to get before that even happens see the thing is, is majority of wildlife just wants to kind of get away from you black bears are big this guy's creepy i think okay, this is just is a that? homeless guy in somebody's backyard <laughs> damn um, what was that <laughs> right they think it's a bigfoot and then they trace it out to show you like the ape-like face but that looks pretty human to me he's just really close to that night camera yeah, because my, my camera is going to look crazy anyway. It could just be a crazy homeless guy s- snooping around looking for. Maybe it's a gray. Maybe it's a, a gray alien. Maybe it's a gray alien. Maybe, maybe it's a reptilian. A reptile, rept- the lizard <laughs> yeah. man of. Uh, that's actually a thing in uh, South Louisiana. They got uh, Bishopville lizard man. He's putting oh, holes damn. in cars back in the two thousands. Oh damn. <laughs> 
Um, but the uh, the Bigfoot thing, they uh, would be putting so much effort into faking it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if, yeah. I, if, if I was one of these chasers and this was I, I dedicated my life to it, I think eventually I would make something so elaborate and so fake. That and that's, yeah, that. like the you expert I mean? guys, I could see someone like that thinking that elaborately because they've thought it out scientifically as to like they've got a, a, a description of this animal like you would find on a tiger or a bear or a yeah they've got its whole like it's everything its diet what it's eating what it's how yeah. it lives how it moves in family packs and things like that they've got it brought down to a science um, now, Possibly. some of the sightings as well, there is a possibility that they could be feral children or feral people. Um, there is oh, wow. something like 400 documented cases found feral children, animals raised in, or animals, children raised in the wild by wild animals, kind of like Mowgli from the Jungle Book or Tarzan. That's um, crazy. There's over 400 documented cases. So, I mean, there's probably more that we don't know about. And some people could just be living out in the woods like wild people. Um, it wouldn't explain yeah. the hair. Yeah. Back to the original. So, see, as she yeah, turns like there, that. you see, the, oh, see yeah. the boobs? I noticed it now. I mean, that's, yeah. that's wild. So, she's got some boobs. And... Uh, when she turns and when they stabilize it and do all the 4k enhancements, um, you can see the muscles in her back turning as she turns to look at the camera. And then there's a tuft right here. That's white ish, which coincides with underneath of her arm that would kind of rub, which if you, um, if you wear something on your wrist all the time, your hair can just kind of stop growing there, right? Uh-huh. Um, and her rubbing her arm like that, that would be like a patch of hair that's just much thinner than the rest of her body. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would so make sense. So for it to have been that elaborate, to yeah. have thought the patching, the boobs, they really, really went all out on that one. That one, yeah, that one's still up there with uh, like top three. And the, the thing real. is, is that he was somebody who was actually looking for Bigfoot. So when they he found it, everybody was like, he faked it. And that's uh, why it's not credible evidence to most people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, they've done measurements on the body, the way it moves. Um, all these analysts that have gone through that video. And as far as they say you can't mimic it as a human, the movement that it's making, the way it oh, bends okay. its legs and things like that. Our leg wouldn't be able to mimic that, um, that movement, even in a suit. Yeah. And especially sense. back in the 60s, 70s, they didn't have that kind right. of, uh, you were seeing things like um, Godzilla with like a rubber. Yeah. Yeah. Godzilla, right. It would have been much faker than that. Well, I see at least the last video. They this were one's running. creepy here. This one, it could just very well be a bunch of teenagers, but he went so, outside looking for something and he came across the white Bigfoot. 
Oh man, that's scary. So that's like Blair Witch Project right now. Yeah. So he's right here. There he goes. <laughs> Damn. Now that's either a really nice white gorilla Fuck suit. That. Right? That's either Fuck a really that. nice white gorilla suit. <laughs> yeah. True. And see I mean, how it... fast he takes off too. Yeah. That's the other thing that a lot of people helps them believe in this is because the speed that some of these things can move on two feet. Yeah. A bear can move pretty quick on two feet, but not like not like four feet. Yeah, not like um not like they can on four feet. So it's like these th some of these things are moving like a bear could move on four feet. Yeah, yeah. And they're clearing distance in a couple of seconds like this one here this is a whole family of bigfoot apparently there's one wow. two and then there's one up the hill further and one standing there kind of on wow, um, we just a whole feral family yeah the russian yeti now see how they always the more believable and more credible videos is their legs are bent in a way that humans don't really stand. It's very ape-like. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, that's very similar to a bear. This one here could possibly just be a guy in like a, a sniper suit walking through the woods in Russia somewhere. Yeah, right. I mean, it's Russia, so. <laughs> right. You never know what you're going to see in the woods in Russia. Yeah. With the snow in the background, it definitely uh, it made the suit pop out, you know? Yeah. Now, this one here was apparently a Bigfoot came out in front of the car. That's apparently the hand. Now, oh, shit. that's a pretty elaborate handprint to fake, right? You can see almost like fingernails at the tip that uh -huh. touch the car. And then there's like yeah. an ape-like palm. That's not a human-ish palm with a semi-opposable thumb which is wow. like, again these people would have to know biology they would have to know the biology of an ape they would have to know certain things to fake these right yeah to do it so perfectly like at the velocity of the car and yeah. how they hit it and how they you know rolled off or whatever happened it would be it looks like it was perfect yeah you'd have to think really hard before you went and did this wow look at that yeah so you see the very tip where there'd be like longer fingernail type they really thought that through and it's like a nine yeah. ten inch wide palm yeah so it's like that's huge it's a huge hand yeah that's massive um the footprints there's a lot of faked footprints but the biggest thing in them deciding that it's a real species. I mean, in British Columbia, I'm pretty sure it's a protected species by the Fish and Wildlife Department. There's a guy here in Canada, his name's Todd Standing. He's pretty controversial in the Bigfoot world. Some people say he's faking it. Um, Joe Rogan even went and said that it was fake out loud. Um, but then there's other people who swear by him and think that he literally interacts with these things out in the woods. Um, there's a video, I believe I've sent it to you before, that he's taken of a Bigfoot blinking 
it's the full face yes. you can see like the whole face and then it blinks yes that would be incredibly hard to fake you'd need a pretty good budget yeah um so I oh mean, yeah that, that definitely looked real and the amount of money that you get from that would not be worth faking it because they all said it was fake anyways so i mean but the True. footprints the biggest thing about the footprint is, is they say it's not like a human foot they actually have an ape-like foot but bigger and flatter like it would walk on two feet so basically like an ape's foot that is evolved to stand up oh, okay and, and for you to know fossil records of apes to be able to fake a footprint like that that's a little more it's like i said they're either very elaborate which i mean bigfoot does bring in a lot of money it's it's not same with like yeah. the mothman and all these other places some of these small towns with some of these really creepy critters um they make a decent living off of selling t-shirts and selling touristy, oh, sure. touristy type stuff and taking right. people on hikes to go find the bigfoot and stuff right. like that um, there was a spot there was a spotting here or there's yeah know, it's like the different. haunted houses that you can the commercial haunted houses that you can go to and the candlestick falls off the table but it's really like a timed mechanism yeah. that knocks it off and stuff so i mean there's a whole tourism and industry built around these that would be motivation but a lot of the people who are staking their reputation on it really aren't making that much money off of it you know what i uh, mean yeah for yeah. for you could you could fake something else and make way more money <laughs> if yeah. you're going to put this much effort into something like that you'd want more of a return right right because that's a lot of effort to fake like look at the length on that thing's arms as it's yeah. going up the hill yeah that's either an elaborate human suit yeah that looked that looks crazy i don't know what the hell that, that was. was not that couldn't have really been a bear to me because it uh yeah way too long of the arms there now this one here it was a bunch of kids they're waiting for an explosion they're like blowing something up okay and if you look on the other side of the fire there he goes this oh, big fuck that. Six, no, that... seven foot creature stands up and walks away Damn. now apparently the kids didn't even notice it because they're <laughs> still afterwards. standing there they're waiting for the explosion right right so they were so focused on that fire that they didn't see that big seven foot creature stand well, up and walk away. Whatever that thing was, got out of the way just in time. Like maybe it knew that it was going to blow up. Something was going to blow up. That looked freaky as hell, though. Right. I mean, I seen, I saw a lot of like um, videos like this as far as like spotting aliens, and it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, uh, I think maybe the market is maybe a little bit stronger, but as far as like, you know, having evidence and going all out to try to make these videos seem real. Yeah. But some of them, uh, again, it just looks like it's just, you know, some guy in a suit that just ran and some, you know, some of it looks legit. Yeah. Some of it is like totally unhumanly. Yeah. Movements, right? It's the same with this Bigfoot situation is uh, right. sometimes it just moves in a way that you're like that is definitely not human and it's not any animal that i can think of right um 
so it's it's until they catch one in a cage i guess is really the only way because you could get a video a clearest clearest day video of a bigfoot standing right in front of you it could even talk to you and you could have a conversation with it it could be like yeah i live in family pods of four it describes its whole (laughs) lifestyle and then you could take it back to somebody and they'd be like that's fake that's a guy in a suit yeah. or you computer animated it or right. whatever whatever like the video that i posted uh to advertise this night um there's that loch ness monster shot where he jumps up out of the water yes um that one i'm pretty sure is computer animated just because of the way he jumps out and then lands in the water backwards He'd probably damage his back or hurt his neck trying to do something like that. I really couldn't see an animal that shape and size launching yeah, itself out of the out, water like that. Yeah. Jumping out. Of, yeah. I don't know about that one, but the one that just has like the arm or maybe the head, it looks like a brontosaurus in the water. I mean, yeah. I, I definitely believe all that because in the ocean, there's so much that has not oh. been explored yet. Right. Man, it's like. In- miles down miles in the entire world every year we discover i think it's something like 7.5 thousand new species of animals and then if you add insects to that it's like 15 to 18 thousand species we find every year that we've never cataloged um so it's very very possible for a lot of different species to be the ocean has only been uh i think it's like five percent of it's been explored or something silly like that then you go to the yeah. Amazon, um, the Amazon jungle. We haven't explored a section of it the size of um, India. So that's like saying, wow. yeah, we searched the Amazon or we searched the entire world. We explored. We saw everything except for India. We <laughs> yeah, just yeah. we just didn't pay attention to that section. Yeah. Um, and they're un- uncovering with LIDAR and all this new technology. Um, there's giant cities like as big as ours or bigger in the jungle um, where people lived and we didn't think humans were even capable of building cities that size at that time. Um, So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we think we know and we really have no idea whether people are withholding that information on purpose or they just believe what they've been told. That's Mm -hmm. all to be decided by them, right? But um, to say that a giant ape, like like I said, I always look at it as, can you um, survive? Could a giant ape survive in North America? Um, Temperature-wise, yeah. I mean, there's Japanese macaques. They can survive in Canada's winter. Um, Those are monkeys. So they've got the fur to be able to do it. Um, yeah. There's lots of apes who live up higher in the mountains, like gorillas, where it's not like Africa hot. Um, wow. So, I mean, they've been known to be in some cooler temperatures, the uh, apes and monkeys alike. So it would be totally possible for an ape to survive that way, as well as like the diet. I mean, a bear. Yeah. Look at a grizzly bear, right? That's a massive animal that eats some meat and a lot of vegetation. Um, If it can survive here, then why couldn't an ape? True. So, I mean, out of all the creatures 
like like I said, Mothman. I'm fairly certain. My opinion, he's a he's a barred owl. Um, yeah. Chupacabra. Everybody's got all these sightings of Chupacabra, and all these pictures of these dog-like creatures that quite don't quite look right. Um, I think that they're uh, dogs with mange. Oh, so okay. Mange is a skin infection. It's like a disease, and it makes their fur fall out. Um, so they get really weird looking. They get patchy looking hair. It's very uh, unnatural looking, very sickly looking, gotcha. demon like almost. And then yeah. if it gets bad enough, it actually turns into like a scaly callus on their skin, um, which would only amplify the horror of seeing something like that in the dark, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then the chupacabra was born. Um, wow. Unicorns. Are another one yeah. that I'm not quite believing. I think they described something like a rhino and it just kind of got torn out of proportion. Because um, if you think of a rhino, it's a big giant horse with one horn. And if you take that and describe it like telephone um, throughout thousands of years, the first right. person who ever saw a rhino would have been like, yo, this thing, it's got a, it's a unicorn. Yeah. It's got one horn. Cause that's all unicorn right. really stands for. Um, I never looked at it like that. It's awesome. So, I mean, that true. could be a lot of that Komodo dragons, um, were mistaken for fire breathing dragons back in the day. Um, the Komodo Island was a prison Island. So they would drop prisoners off and like maroon them on the Island um the prison guards all the people prisoners used to tell tales of these fire breathing dragons that were in the middle of the island giant lizards that breathe fire and it's because their tongue when they stick their tongue out it's a bright orangey reddish fiery color oh shit. Um, and from a distance when they flick their tongue it kind of looks like they're breathing little spouts of fire oh okay so these guys were telling all these tales of fire breathing dragons that nobody knew existed um and they were just komodo uh, dragons right so yeah so a lot of that stuff can be explained and some of it can't and that's where right? cryptozoology comes into place and is that's where real? those guys keep doing their thing absolutely is it real or imagination maybe we will never know ladies and gentlemen that is the show for tonight on this fantastic friday night april 29th oh my god the month is over Wow. Believe it. April 29th. Last Friday. Yeah, last Friday show in April. We're, we're going to see you guys in uh, in May. But Jungle Justin, thank you guys, you know, for watching, obviously. And Jungle Justin, thank you guys. Thank you for coming through and uh, chilling with us and, you know, explaining a lot of this stuff because I'm no cool worries. and I learned a lot, you know, for sure. So thanks for jumping on here. And please feel free to promote anything you got going on. Awesome. So uh, the Jungle Squad, man, everybody – um, who's heard me before has heard me talk about it. I got it up here, 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 all over the place. Jungle Squad is a uh, a lifestyle club, basically, a community of people who just want a better world. Um, you can sign up on coffee.com slash the jungle squad. Um, it is $1 a month to support us. Just be a supporter. If you want to join and be a member, um, we're working on a worldwide family of people um, who help the community and help conservation um, and help each awesome. other live their passions. We support each other in everything we do. Um, 
it's lots of fun. We go out, we do all kinds of community stuff um, and we're growing every day. So, I mean, go check it out. Jungle squad. Yes. And social media. Uh, so Justin. social media, it's at jungle Justin on Instagram. Cause my old one got erased yes. on TikTok. If you can find me because I am super shadow banned on TikTok for some reason. Um, it is at jungle Justin's wildlife. And then, uh, like I said, at the jungle squad, uh, you can find any of that kind of stuff as well. So go check it out. Awesome. Yes, definitely go check it out. Awesome organization. Good people over there. And you can go to the coffee site and save 10% too. If you put in promo, move. Yeah. Promo code move. Don't forget that. Jungle Justin, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Thanks a lot, Justin. I'll see you soon. No problem. See you. All right. Have a good one. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That was it. I told you it was going to be a banger. Another banger. That's how we do. Jungle Justin comes through and, uh, you know, he always represents. Let me just say that. He always represents. Always comes with a show that uh, people are definitely interested in. We always get a lot of viewers. Thank you guys so much for tuning in live. And, um, you know, definitely check out his stuff. I'm going to put it all on the comments below. I'll, I'll put it, uh, you know, I'll pin it in the comments below so you can check out all his stuff. You can see his social media and you can check him out there as well. Make sure to check us out. Monday and Wednesday on castbox.fm. That's Monday and Wednesday on castbox.fm. You can get the app or you can just go online and go to castbox.fm. You can check out live casts after 9 p.m. and search Mixer of Variety. It's really that simple. People make it more difficult than it is, but it's really that simple. And you go to live cast, you search Mixer of Variety, you can see our live show. If you can't catch the live show because shit gets in the way, kids gets in the way, work gets in the way, everything gets in the way, it's all right because everything is uploaded to Anchor, Spotify, Podbean, Breaker, Google, Amazon, the list goes on and on. Wherever there's podcasts, that's where we are. Just Google us, Mixture of Variety Podcast, or Mixture of Variety, and everything will pop right up. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Have a good weekend, and we will definitely see you guys next time. Deuces. See you in May. This just in from Patient Zero. It's the science fiction in me because I, I, I love science fiction movies, and this is something out of a movie. I mean, when you watch his videos, you can't help but to feel like you're there with him. You're alone in these videos, like he's barely talking, he's moving around. Wow.